Hi everyone, welcome to Luxury Voices, the podcast about the luxury world in Asia with a focus on the greater China market. I am Joanne Tang, your host, founder and CEO of Infinite Luxury Group. In this podcast, we converse about all layers and segments of luxury, from lifestyle, travel, to hospitality trends. I will interview key players of the luxury industry from all corners of the globe. We will talk about their initiatives and experiences in conquering the Asian luxury consumer. Discover how leading luxury executives handle this growing market where luxury spending is the highest in the world and gain a wealth of knowledge to harness this ever-promising luxury market. Our luxury voice joining us today is Gloria Sledhog. Gloria is the CEO of Connexus Travel Limited, formerly known as Swaya Travel Limited, a Hong Kong-based Greater China regional travel management company, which was established in 1948. It is currently employing a staff of 420 in five key offices in the Greater China region and it is awarded with the most favored business travel agency in Hong Kong. Gloria has over 20 years of experience in aviation and travel management, and her expertise and achievements have spanned business acquisition strategies, key accounts management, partnership marketing, and leadership innovation. Gloria and I have known each other for over 15 years and our companies have worked with each other over 10 years. And I'm very pleased to have her here with us today to share her expertise and market observations. It is a pleasure to have you here on Luxury Voices, Gloria. How have you been? Oh, I've been well. Thank you for inviting me to on this uh, podcast. It's been a delight to share some information about what's happening in Hong Kong and also in the region. Thank you for joining us. Let's go into our conversation. Connexus Travel, formerly known as Swaya Travel, was established in 1948. It was the first travel agency registered in Hong Kong. Can you tell our listeners about the different company milestones that the company reached in the past 72 years? Sure, we've been in the industry for a very long time, 72 years. So it basically is the first travel agency registered with the Hong Kong Travel Industry Council. And so ever since we've established in Hong Kong, we've actually further expanded into Greater China. So Taiwan in 1989, Beijing in 1996, and also subsequently opening our Shanghai office. So I think about the same time in around 2004, I think that's when I first met you, is when we started our <laughs> development of the Swai Travel Premium Leisure. That's that was right. right. You have great memory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was right after SARS, and that's when we started looking into how we can further diversify the business of uh, Swine Travel then, now Connexus Travel. And so ever since then, we've been kind of working very hard in terms of uh, enriching our proposition. And also in 2018 onwards, we actually started working closely with a partner like yourself, started engaging with more premium leisure brands and being part of a virtual show in 2019. So rather recently, actually. And in this year, we've been working hard in terms of getting all the partnerships in place. So at the moment, we have about uh, eight to nine partnerships with some of the luxury brands so that 
we wanted to provide that extra benefits to our customers when they resume travel. Yes, yeah, some great achievements and milestones. Thank you for sharing. Of course, I know Connexus Travel, but can you share with our listeners what differentiates Connexus Travel from other well-recognized travel agencies in Hong Kong? And also, if there is a difference in your offering between Hong Kong, Taiwan, and mainland China operations. Sure. With our Greater China operations, we actually try to mirror what Hong Kong is doing best and put it into mainland China as well as Taiwan. So our core component is still on customer service, and that's supported by local relevant technologies and processes that facilitate that. So, for example, in Hong Kong, we have our own online booking tools specifically for corporate travel and some of the online registration for mice or you know, and special offers for leisure. And the same applies for China as well as in Taiwan. So we felt that being relevant to the local customers is important. And while we leverage on our own professional expertise in each of the market, and so that we can line up all the resources that we have um, negotiated centrally and provide that across the greater China region. And I think staff is also very important key elements that differentiate us as we focus a lot on our staff in terms of providing them with tools so that they can have more time to service customers. So one of the examples we recently did is to have a partnership with Luxity Guide so that we can offer those guides to each of our premier leisure customers and our staff can actually make very relevant recommendations and make it more effectively. So make it more like a seamless customer experience for our customers. COVID-19 has shaped the industry like never before, bringing it to a full stop. What is the situation today for Connexus Travel? What are the main challenges and opportunities for luxury travel that you have experienced so far in this crisis? Well, I think our situation is more or less the same with any other travel agents in Hong Kong or worldwide. Yes, of um, course. As I told my staff, it's basically aligned with uh, the capacity of some of the airlines uh, operating out of Hong Kong. So at the moment, uh, only 5% of the capacity is operating. So we're actually down over 90%. Well, we remain resilient and optimistic about the future. Actually, it's also the best time for us to demonstrate the value of our, of our service and also about our reliability. Because now our customers want us to know more about flight schedules, travel restrictions, and any other information relating to the airlines or hotels that they want to stay at. So those are critical information that we can offer to our customers right now, and we wait for the time that they can actually resume travel and experience the, the luxury travel that they used to experiencing. Yes, information sharing and close communication is uh, most essential during crises like this one. Did you win witness any changes in the luxury consumer behaviors? How do you and your company adapt to these changes? Definitely more private options and definitely more looking for more flexible bookings and cancellation policies. And I think safety and hygiene measures on flights and airports and other hotels are very important elements in choosing where they stay. And I think a lot of customers start planning for next year, for Chinese New Year and, you know, some of the uh, school holidays. But we see that they book for a shorter period of time rather than a longer holidays and for a smaller group so that they have the flexibility to change if there's anything happens. And I think nature and outdoor will also be quite dominant um, for future. 
So what we've done is that throughout these few months, being uh, kind of locked down in Hong Kong, we've actually done at least about 10 webinars to our clients in, in the region. So we kind of talked about duty of care, talked about virtual experience and virtual mice events. We do a lot of introductions of some of the in-depth tools to places like Galapagos, South America, and even Bhutan, and also providing them the opportunity to learn more about new products and like smaller, more exclusive cruise journeys. And I think, you know, that gives us more time to communicate with the clients so that they can have the time to plan for the next big journey. So, you know, we have started introducing new products like um, private village collections, uh, glamping, and other unique kind of like experiencing the environment. And I think last but not least, I think one of the things that we see maybe popping up in the future would be private jet excursions. And so our team is actually looking and sourcing what are the opportunities with uh, private jet excursions in the market. Very interesting observations. Uh, so with private options, you mean uh, private jets, uh, private villas, perhaps as well the uh, smaller boutique hotels or private islands with more space. Would that be? Yes, definitely. Great. The restrictions on movement in and out of Hong Kong has not stopped travel agencies from making preparations for the day when travel resumes. What kind of actions are Connexus Travel taking to promote domestic travel, Hong Kong, Macau, Guangdong, and overseas travel? Well, for Hong Kong, we have launched uh, many local staycation packages. And I think there is a new name now called Eatcation. So basically, it's a staycation plus all the inclusive of breakfast, lunch, and dinner so that they can enjoy the luxury of being in really nice hotels in Hong Kong. And also being part of Virtuoso member and preferred partners of many global luxury hotel groups, we can actually offer the exclusive and additional benefits to our clients. And one of the things that our clients always ask is, where should we go in Hong Kong? And so Green Tourism <laughs> is uh, one of the highlights here too. And uh, other than hiking, we're actually working on programs with uh, forest bathing in Hong Kong. So that provides that unique experience, even when you are in a small space and, you know, you are local, you kind of know everywhere, except that there are certain experiences that require that guide or that special arrangement within the, the environment. And I think Guangzhou would have a lot of potential as well. As one of our hotels owned by our chairman, the Molian uh, Urban Resort, and mm -hmm. they have actually developed new products, including like spa vacations and glamping. And I think, you know, I see that hotels will start adding on more benefits and more kind of like products similar to that so that it enhances the experience just within the hotel itself. Staycation I heard about, of course. Eatcation is the first time that I heard this. So very interesting. <laughs> Yes. Connexus is specialized in leisure, corporate and mice. Given the current situation and the broad adoption of virtual meetings, it seems that business travel will still be very limited in the upcoming months, while leisure, especially FIT, will be recovering first and much faster. Do you share this view, Gloria? Oh, yes. Yeah, we are anticipating leisure travel to rebound first in early 2021 while the full recovery of business travel back to 2019 levels will take much longer and probably expected until 2023. Um, I've just recently looked at some recent studies by McKinsey and company, 
And they also mm-hmm. confirm that arrangement. And I think COVID-19 has changed how we conduct business, uh, changing from, of course, in-person meetings, like currently what we're doing right now, into more virtual platforms. And business travel for some industry like manufacturing, pharmaceuticals and constructions would be an earlier recovery. But for financial services and other um, relating to visiting customers, that may come later. And we also offered an, a kind of a new customer experience for events. Like now we have to do everything virtually. So we offer that hybrid online and offline environment for both uh, events as well. So that there's still kind of business recovery ongoing, but at a, at a much slower pace and in a different format. Interesting. Yes, virtual initiatives is the key now for this uh, new normal. And then some recent news. In July 2020, Connexus Travel has acquired Jardin Travel, a 40-years established Hong Kong travel management company. Can you share with us more information about this strategy? Well, definitely. I think Jardin Travel is one of the premium travel services providing in Hong Kong for a long time, as you said, 47 years. And uh, recently, the company faces challenges in maintaining a competitive edge outside of Hong Kong. And also, now that customers are looking for multi-location travel agencies, and so, you know, Jardin Group has decided that they wanted to divest uh, into travel industry. And I think it's also provided us with a good opportunity to provide different platforms for the customers as well. And we're together with their kind of history of good customer service and with our new technology. And that will offer a compelling proposition for our travel clients as well, enabling them with a bigger bargaining power in getting more competitive rates and also having a much faster service as well. And I think this would be the strategy for us uh, at this point in time because this will be a time that we look into how we strengthen our propositions and gaining market share within Hong Kong and in the region. And is Connexus actively looking to strengthen its offering by through more acquisition of established travel specialists? I would not say that we, we are actively looking for acquisitions opportunities. I think the key now is for us to stay resilient and optimistic in the travel market and continue to invest into our people and into our technology so that we know what's going to happen in the future and act accordingly. In a recent interview, you mentioned that technology has transformed the travel industry into a high specialized business sector in recent years. Can you please elaborate? Oh, definitely. I think technology and digitization it's, it's a way of life and this has definitely transformed our travel industry significantly and uh, so in recent years Connect Travel has actually relooked at our business model our core is still in customer service but how do we kind of facilitate the process around that customer service that can allow our travel consultant to provide much better responsive service So that's going to be a more specialization. And also distribution channels has changed. Previously, a lot of our customers would just want to call their favorite travel agencies to book. And of course, now there are other channels that they can get similar information, for example, through an OTA or through certain discussion forums or even social medias. So all this has actually transformed how we offer our service into a more specialized more offering professional expertise in this sector.
And how do you stay ahead of the pack when it comes to technology? I think it's important that we listen to our customers, and it's actually important to provide relevant solutions to their business and to their requirements. For example, like numerous online booking engine out there, right? So every travel agency is trying to get you know some sort of online booking engine and e-commerce in place. But is there one that's easy to use, easy to set up, um, provide great content, take care of the user experience? and fulfilling the objectives of the company and company policies and also duty of care. So I think it's also relevant to what the customer wants. And so we continue to listen to our customers so that we are mapping out our technology development according to what is relevant to our key customers. Mm, I see. I've been based in Hong Kong for over 10 years prior to Shanghai. Hong Kong is a fast-paced city, innovative but also very traditional. Going through this pandemic, what are the major changes, shifts or trends that you're witnessing right now within the Hong Kong travel industry? I think uh, definitely many smaller, medium-sized travel agencies are looking at new way of doing business engaging with the customers. Um, I've recently spoken to some of my travel agencies' friends. They start looking to specializing in certain area, for example, like photography travel or some uh, food and dining kind of uh, travel uh, arrangement. So that's provide us with a platform for us to relook at how we do our business. And also clients may look at uh, travel agencies again and looking for excellent service because now travel advice and reliabilities are key and able to help them if there's any emergency situation or crisis, and that's also one of the top of mind for our customers. And also on top of that, Joanne, we have actually developed a new B2B platform and so that we are pushing out to the general uh, Hong Kong market so that agencies can also have the resources, even though they don't have the you know, investment for the technology, but then they still can get the full contents that we're offering to our customers as well. So those are the key things that we see may change the Hong Kong market. How interesting, the new B2B uh, platform. Are you able to share a bit more information with us, Gloria? Yes, sure. We have actually uh, engaged with our technology partner to relook mm -hmm. at how B2B is performing in Hong Kong. So a lot of times it's only focusing on the transactional arrangement, for example, just on tickets or just on the ticket issuance. But for us, this platform is providing full content. So that's meaning not just for the, we traditionally look at GDS uh, content, but also for non-GDS content, all put in one single platform so that they'll be able to offer more options for customers. And also not just for air, we also focus on, for example, hotels, black car services, crews, and all other products that's relating to our customers and all put into single platform. So when they finish all the transactions, it's also sits within the same platform. So it's facilitate the servicing as well. Oh, fantastic. I, I believe this is great for uh, especially the luxury boutique travel agencies. Without any infrastructure, they still are able to support uh, the luxury traveler in full. 
Oh, definitely. I think so too. And I think it's also provide us with a platform to share information that we have. For example, if there's any new uh, information about new hotels or the hygiene procedures that they have introduced, we can send it out through that platform so that all those boutique luxury travel agencies will be able to also inform their customers uh, as firsthand. A lot of our listeners are hoteliers. What are your recommendations for hospitality and travel companies wishing to increase awareness here in the greater China luxury market? I think having the a strong support and resources in retaining existing customer loyalty, I think that's one thing that will help in terms of building that brand or having a strong base while enhancing the engagement through traditional as well as social media. As everyone knows, in China, there is this uh, little red book and even IG will be kind of key platforms now to start building up uh, loyal customers through those channels. And of course, by delivering excellent service is also a key to long-term success. Yes, I agree with you. Presence and resources and uh, a full engagement, uh, traditional uh, and as well uh, via the new media channels. Yes. Gloria, we're getting close to the end of our conversation. I would like to ask you a few more questions, a bit more personal. You must answer them quickly and in just a few words. Okay. (laughs) You stay in the best places. What makes you feel special when you stay in a hotel? Hmm. Okay. That would be providing me with things or services that I don't know that I need. Ah, interesting. Uh, so I have an experience uh, in one of the resorts. So I was just walking along, walking along the beach and suddenly someone popped up with an umbrella. And I was like, I was taken by surprise, of course. And after 10 seconds, it started to rain. So I thought, oh, wow, wow, this exceptional service. It's just that, that at that point in time, I wouldn't know that I need that. But then the staff is so proactive in addressing future needs, and I think that's a, that surprises a client in a good way. Yes, that's a, a really a wonderful example. Thank you for sharing. What is one item you cannot travel with outside of your phone? Uh, okay, <laughs> my Kindle will be one thing, but can I add ah, one? Really? Yes, of course. <laughs> a snack. A so, snack. Ah. Oh, I just have a pack of snacks, like almonds or something that I put in my bag, just in case. Ah, fantastic. And which destination in, is on top of your bucket list once this crisis is over? Uh, Maldives will be uh, one of my destinations on my bucket list. But really, um, I actually wanted to go to my offices like in, or to visit you in Shanghai. So it's been a long while since I last connect, you know, person to person and with my staff. So, you know, if there's a chance, I would love to fly over pretty soon. Fantastic. I will be here to welcome you, Gloria. Yes, thank you. Gloria, it was a true pleasure speaking with you today. And thank you for being one of our luxury voices. And thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Luxury Voices. If you have enjoyed it and found this episode useful, please share it with your network, like it, rate it, and help us spread our voices. 
You can find information about today's voice and the podcast content in the podcast notes. Luxury Voices is a podcast created by Infinite Luxury Group, a luxury sales, marketing, communication specialist based in Asia. Please tune in for the next episode. Bye for now.